0: Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nicholas Wigella, and I'm here joined today for not the first time on the podcast, but the first time with me on the podcast, my good, my best, my friend, Michael Kroc. Hello. Welcome.
1: Thank you. How's it going? That's good. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, yeah, it's nice having you on. Um, I've been trying to get you on for a long, long time. Um, yeah. Finally made it happen. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so a quick uh, quick announcement. Sorry, everybody, for uh, the month off of this podcast we've had. Going through some personal trauma, you know. But we're back. We're here to talk about stuff. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about sports, entertainment, and politics, and probably a star is born the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Kruk... What's up? How you doing? Oh, good. You good? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, um, why don't you grab us these beers or grab yourself one and tell us tell us and the listeners what we are drinking
1: tonight? This evening we have from Atwater Brewery, which is born in Detroit and also raised everywhere, mm-hmm. the Clover Rover, which is a wheat ale brewed with Michigan honey yes um
0: it is it pairs well with something to do and no, nowhere to be is yep. what it says yeah, pretty it's much. got a picture of a you know Atwater is cool because they have all this cool artwork on all their beers so yeah. that's one of the reasons they're my favorite brewery that and they have dirty blonde you know love me some dirty blondes yeah no uh let's open these up give them to give us our certified review and uh start drinking i guess okay Oh, not a fan, not really a fan. Sorry, at water. It tastes like a not bad, like a watered down dirty blonde. A little bit. Yeah, you know, anything to add to that?
1: Oh, uh, I mean, I'm not really a huge wheat beer guy in general, but it's, it's not bad. I don't think it's bad. It has a lot of malt in it. It's interesting. Got a lot of that malt in this. Don't mm-hmm.
0: it? Don't it, bitch? Don't it? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, all right. Well, that's our beer. Um, we still got a lot of filler to do here. <laughs> um,
1: you know, um, what do you make of this guy in the front?
0: I make of this guy in the front. He looks like he is a uh, stoic, mm-hmm. uh, dealing with some personal trauma. He's got a, a clover coming out of his top hat. Yeah, I see that. You know, I got my Atwater shrine right behind you there where I have all, uh, the bottles i've so far collected i'll have to add this one this will be the one of the first times beer is going up on the shelf twice so two of these we're going to have to put up there mm. if you know what i mean listeners I, <laughs> I think this guy looks kind of smug i don't really i don't know about him you know beers beer i don't really like this one um but You know, it's not an IPA, so it's not going to get me all fucked up like uh, some of the IPAs on this podcast
1: tend to. Only Mm.
0: 4.7%. Well, let's fucking slam them then. All right. (laughs) Uh, So it's been a month off. Um, uh, So the reason it was off, for the listeners that do not know, though most of you probably do, because, you know, you're like... Three of my friends that listen to this. <laughs> uh, but me and Melissa broke up, so I've been going through that, trying to uh, reorganize my life, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, here we are. And we're back. Hopefully this will be, we'll continue being a podcast because uh, I need it to be. Yeah, And uh, maybe we'll make some more. You know, um, before we get into it also, because sports is our first section, I do want to give a quick shout out to the podcast Swimming with Sharks, uh, hosted by split six uh own guests mike carls and eric robertson where they dissect the dfs as in daily fantasy sports landscape and tell you what teams to build or how to build the teams if you want to make money you know follow them anywhere you can find your podcast swimming with sharks dfs they're on twitter i think it's sws dfs on twitter you know whatever anything you want to plug in this little intro
1: um
0: your butt you want to plug your
1: butt i well, it's already plugged. It came pre-plugged. Um, <laughs> um, everybody should eat more.
2: Beer number one. Sports.
0: All right, on to the first beer of the night. Oh, yeah. The sports section, and it's been a month, so I'm sure you've been all following the Detroit Lions and the shenanigans that that sorry-ass organization is. Yeah, um, Golden, Tra- Golden Tate was traded. Our um, yep, Golden trade was tated. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, what do you feel about that move?
1: Um, it's interesting. Uh, I don't. I mean, I could have saw that coming.
0: He was on an expiring contract for yeah. a team that's going nowhere. So I'm glad we got something from
1: him. Yeah, he kind of had to. Unless but- you're not going to pay him what he probably wanted to next year.
0: He goes to the Eagles. I'm kind of confused on why the Eagles made that move. I feel like they needed a running back more than they did a wide receiver. Oh. Um, like why wouldn't you go out there and trade for Shady or for Bell and uh really solidify that offense? Rather than adding a golden tate when you already have Aguilar and Jeffrey and Carson Wentz. You know, I don't I guess I I guess it'll improve their team because Golden Tate's one of the best receivers in the league for what he does.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't think. I think the Eagles like to just have their four running backs that they use.
0: Yeah, that's so annoying for fantasy.
1: Well, fantasy, yeah, but I mean, if you think about, it, if you have four good running backs,
0: if you have four good running backs, you have no good running backs. Is well, what I say.
1: Well, for fantasy, yeah, but like if you use them all that way, they you know they don't take as much punishment as they would if they were just like a bell cow back.
0: Yeah, and you don't have you don't have uh, one that's gonna be a stud so you know you're not you're going to use them all because they all suck. Is what is pretty much what I think about that. Yeah. <laughs> um so the Lions are on a two game losing streak. They have lost since this podcast last on They had their bye week. They had a win at Miami and everything was looking good. Looking gravy baby. Then they were going to be home to Seattle. Didn't show up for that game. Fucking mm-hmm. dropped the ball. And then really dropped the ball against the Vikings, as in Matt Stafford dropped the ball trying to do some weird pitch thing to carry on Johnson. Yeah, that was stupid. And now the question is, what the fuck do the Lions do with Stafford? Is he the man for this team? We're kind of strapped to him, so are we just destined for misery?
1: Uh, uh, yes, and I've always thought that. Because they're the Lions, of course, they're destined for misery. Um, No, I mean, he's gonna he's under contract to, what, 2023? I think so? Um...
0: He's not really tradable because of how big his contract yeah. is.
1: Yeah, you just kind of have to bite the bullet on him and just wait it out.
0: I'm so sick of waiting it out.
1: I mean, draft your quarterback in the next couple of years and develop him.
0: Yeah, I guess you can just draft a quarterback and, you know, start him over, Stafford, and just spend, like, you know, people did that with uh, like I mean, Brock Osweiler. and. I mean, you
1: could do that. Or you can just do the Aaron Rodgers approach where he just sat behind Brett Favre for three or four years
0: mm-hmm. yeah but don't you think brett Favre was probably a little bit better of a mentor than matthew stafford would
1: be um from what i've heard brett Favre was a lousy mentor oh yeah aaron Rodgers says he's never really talked to him like didn't really do anything plus it's brett Favre. it's not like he's like a he's obviously a good quarterback but i don't think he was like a technical like as like yeah some other ones would be he's more just kind of he's more played, of a gunslinger played football
0: that played for the Packers yeah. with a, in a sorry-ass division. Yeah. Because people like the Lions are in there. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm just so bummed with the season. I'm sorry, everybody. I had predicted high hopes for the Lions.
1: Yeah, what a surprise.
0: And... <laughs> It doesn't, it doesn't really make sense to me what's going on. I guess Stafford's not as good because our line should be good, but we did give up a record number of sacks in the last game yeah. against the Vikings. I think our offensive coordinator probably doesn't know how to assign protections, or maybe that falls on the quarterback. I don't know. But something's wrong. Something's terribly awful. Our defense is garbage. Oh, we traded for Snacks. Uh, yeah. Snacks. What's his Harrison. Uh, something Harrison. I don't know. It goes by Snacks because he likes to eat snacks, I guess. You know?
1: Well, yeah. Uh- New Moon Distributing should hook them up.
0: New Moon Distributing, baby. My vending company. Yes, we should hook up Snacks Harrison. We are looking avidly into a sponsorship deal.
1: Yeah. We can give you a case of Monster a week.
0: Give you a case of Monster Snacks if you're listening, which I'm sure you are. Yeah, he's listening. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so...
1: Well, Lions are just, uh...
0: <clears throat> per no, usual. I think
1: they have problems with offense. Um... Obviously, I think Jim Bob Cooter is really incapable of doing anything with this offense after he... I mean, it, he saw a bump in the offense when he took over from
2: from uh, Joe Lombardi. Yeah, Joe Lombardi. And then
1: after that, I don't know, offense doesn't seem to evolve into anything. It seems to be mostly the same. I mean, you heard like after the first game this year when the Jets were like, yeah, we knew all the plays they were going to run they have the same packages they don't really do anything
0: right it's not creative enough right and honestly the offense did revolve a, a lot around golden tate like yeah. taking these little quick screens or these quick mm-hmm. slants and now you saw what happened to them when they didn't have golden tate in this last game yeah and uh they couldn't fucking do anything you know the craziest thing we won the turnover battle we won the time of possession battle mm-hmm. um and we still we still lost, which that never fucking happens. And we lost by, like, a lot.
1: And they didn't score a touchdown. Didn't score a touchdown.
0: You can't pay be paying a quarterback that much money oh, to I not have, score a touchdown.
1: They're 28th in red zone efficiency in the NFL.
0: You know, and then the team, like the Saints, goes out and signs Des Bryant today. Yeah. When I think that's something the Lions... I mean, it doesn't matter because we're not going to compete, but... The Lions. I, mm-hmm. I was kind of wanted them to sign Des Bryant because he would be a good answer to the red zone because of his jump ball abilities and his yeah. I mean, maybe size and you know like that's what we, we early in Stafford's career he relied on Calvin Johns for that that's where there were so many jump balls to Calvin he would catch them every time because he was mm-hmm. one of the best receivers to ever play the game um, you know which did hinder Stafford too in a way because it made him just like locked on to this one guy and that's when. Uh, mr jim bomb cootie Funk, uh took over yeah <laughs> and uh right when calvin left and that's why it opened it up because stafford was forced to rely on other things but now i don't know he's regressed and i don't see a i don't see a way out and i don't see him getting better it's been 10 fucking years like yeah i, I don't know
1: you've you've already seen everything you're going to get out of matt stafford
0: he is i don't know i don't want to yeah. i don't i don't want to say like I don't know. I don't I don't I don't think he's going to be good and I don't think he ever will make this team win. And I don't know how I feel about even Matt Patricia now <laughs> with uh, yeah. how this season is going like like I mean the league has turned into an offensive league and we are stuck with a new defensive coordinator head coach mm-hmm. that doesn't even have any control in the offense. Like you saw, you saw him in the Dallas game on the sidelines while the offense is going he's just talking to players about defense which you know that's great if you're a defensive coordinator but if you're a head coach you probably should be a little bit more plugged in and have a little bit more control of that offense and not just rely on a coordinator to take complete control you know you got to spice some things in there
1: i don't know if he's comfortable doing that
0: did you see him call out that uh reporter
1: Oh, the one that was not sitting properly the yeah. Yes. That was so stupid. Be a little professional. Come on, dude. As, as he says with his stupid beard and a pencil sticking out of his ear.
0: Uh, I went as him for Halloween, you know. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: Fat rapist.
0: Fat rapist. Ooh. We got the dogs in the, uh, the house tonight, and someone tooted.
1: Well, I, I think it's Stella. She's the only one in here.
0: Oh well, hopefully Remy's out there eating your shoes or something. <laughs> <laughs> But
1: uh, no, I mean, as far as, like, Des Bryant goes, I don't know. He, he's probably washed up. Yeah, I mean. He's For not... the most part. I mean, that's a pretty safe deal. Like, there's, you know, it's a one-year deal. Right. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have been fine with the Lions doing it, but.
0: I mean, I don't really understand why the Saints needed him. Like, that's a weird place. Like, they just beat <clears> the Rams. <throat> They've only lost one game. Seems like everything's rolling. Um, I haven't been super plugged into any of the sporting aspects of football right now. I don't know if someone got hurt, but. Um, yeah, no. I don't know. It's just going to make one of the good teams better. Yeah, it it's not going to hurt their team. It
1: gives another option, especially, like you said earlier, in the red zone.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, they already. That, that offense is fucking loaded. Oh, it's so good. Kamara and Ingram, Michael Thomas, now Des Bryant, and yeah. Drew Brees. Wow. I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah, so NFL landscapes, there's pretty much. Uh, a handful of teams that could have a shot, and they are the Patriots, of course, because mm-hmm. they always do. Always the Chiefs, who mm-hmm. are off to an incredible start with Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rams, because Sean McVay. The Saints, because Drew Brees and Sean Payton. Yeah, maybe get a coach named Sean. I don't. Yeah, no, no yeah that would work. <laughs> um, and then, who are the other contenders? I don't think anyone. For- I would say
1: that you while those are probably all the contenders.
0: Yeah, to be honest, probably. I don't see anyone from the uh, East coming out no. of the NFC. Or the, no, the North. Yeah, uh, maybe Pittsburgh just, I don't know what's going to happen if Bell comes back. You know, the Chargers haven't really lost. They've only, The Chargers have only lost to the Rams and to yeah. the Chiefs. So, they're doing pretty well.
1: Yeah, they never get it done in the playoffs, though.
0: Yeah, no, because Philip Rivers has too many kids.
1: Too many kids. He's tired. Yeah. <laughs> Uh.
0: Mm.
1: So, I heard Leveon Bell is it's looking more and more likely that he'll sit out the season.
0: Yeah, which is crazy because of how much money he's giving up to just not play.
1: It's like 6.8 million.
0: Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> I,
1: I wish I had just had enough money to not care about. Why
0: don't you just play and fake an injury?
1: 6.8 million? million. <sighs> nah, I'm good. I don't need that. <laughs> I
0: mean, he, know, he knows he's going to make more on his next deal, but yeah. I don't know where he'll be going and I don't know honestly, it'll be a weird choice for fantasy footballers next year, wherever he goes and even if it's like the most perfect spot, like is he gonna I don't know if there's a spot better than Pittsburgh for football.
1: He'd be be a free agent, right? Yes. I I, think
0: but uh, I I think if he doesn't report then Pittsburgh has the option to like reclaim him as a franchise tag again.
1: Oh, I thought he would be uneligible for the franchise tag.
0: No, because if he sits out, I think. Mm. That's why they always said week ten he was gonna come back, because he has to report by then or else he's eligible to be like mm. I don't something about the franchise tag being revoked and like you know, like if a player retires whoever yeah. whenever he comes back it's uh to that team, they have the rights to the player.
1: Well, so welcome to the New York Jets, Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Either that or uh
0: The Eagles could use Le'Veon Bell. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I think they have a philosophy where they're not going to pay a lot of money for running backs. I think more teams are taking that as much as I hate how much they influence everything the Patriots approach.
0: Yeah, I mean they are. And uh,
1: and I could see a team like the Jets, they'd they'd pay money. <laughs> I could also see John Gruden giving him a ton of money.
0: Oh, I could see that, yeah. Um. God, what a shit show over there, too. It otherwise,
1: doesn't... that's... Uh, I mean uh, I mean I guess anywhere is possible but
0: yeah and you know it's just uh this is like one of the craziest uh football seasons in recent memory there's so much scoring there's no defense mm-hmm. yeah like and then the lions are just so pitifully bad that it sucks that I have to wait another year to get my hopes crushed again
1: yeah i just uh i don't watch them as much and i don't feel bad on sundays
0: yeah, I I'm probably not really gonna. I'm probably still going to, obviously, because well, I'm yeah. a fanatic. But yeah, uh, I, I don't I'm want on, to watch them anymore.
1: I went golfing last Sunday. It was it was great.
0: Nice. I stayed and watched the Lions on my fucking bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After being tired from my 48 hour film festival. Yeah. Ugh, life. You know, that yeah, sucks. Literally, it's been raining, dark, it got, gets dark early now, yeah. every fucking day since I got back from Denver, it's so miserable.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty depressed when I drive home from Troy and just in bumper-to-bumper bumper traffic and it's pitch black. out. <laughs> the only benefit to that is nobody can see how sad I am. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well... Croc, um, enough about football. Why don't we go switch to your expertise? We have you on here for a reason. Let's talk the Red Wings, and let's talk this oh, landscape God. of the NHL right now. Red Wings, uh, not good, uh, but no, that is good.
1: good. They're Well, they're not good. Five on five. They're one of the worst teams five on five, but they actually have some of the best special teams in the league. I think they're eighth or ninth ranked power play and, like, tenth ranked penalty kill. So that's kind of encouraging. But no, they're going to be bad. They're going to be bad for a number of years. Um,
0: Lose for Hughes. That's the thing right now,
1: right? Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, we're not – we didn't do this a couple years ago when there was a Connor McDavid draft or an Austin Matthews draft or a Rasmus Delne draft like last year. Um, But Jack Hughes is – I mean, he's not going to – on those level of players, but he's definitely still going to be a a good young player. Is he a defenseman? No, he's a center. He's a forward.
0: Don't we need def- defense? We probably need everything, but.
1: <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, that's what I thought the Red Wings last, this draft, were going to select defensemen, but they selected two fours in the first round because.
0: Because Zadina fell to them.
1: Yeah, well, it's just like all those players fell, fell, and they're like, well, we can't just not take Zadina at six. Yeah. He's supposed to go two or three. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they, I mean, they think they're going to take Evan Bouchard, who ended up going uh, to the Oilers. Um,. And then later in the first round, after we acquired the first-round pick from Vegas for Thomas Tatar last year, mm-hmm. um, I kind of thought we would take another. Like a defensive player? Yeah, like Bodie Wild.
0: Didn't we take a center?
1: No, we took a center, Joe Valeno. Is he? Is He, he was supposed to go in the top 15. He fell to 29.
0: Wow. So we're just, like, scraping up on these uh, yeah. players I, that are falling. But they're probably falling for a reason, I would imagine.
1: Um, I think.
0: Are there any of them? Did any of them was, make the team?
1: For no, okay. Oh, didn't make the team, and Valeno was in junior still. But Joe Valeno was one of those players, one of the, I think, six players in history that have been given exceptional player status by the Ontario Hockey League to play in junior hockey when he's 15 years old. Normally, you have to be 16. Oh, okay. So, I mean, that's encouraging, but I think out of all of them that have made it, like Connor McDavid, John Tavares, like guys like that, yeah. only one of them didn't really turn out. I actually forgot his name.
0: Well, that's cool. So um, the future is bright, but it is distant.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be pretty distant. We got some good stuff now. I like I like Dennis Chalowski, the defenseman. Okay. Um, really fun to watch him play. Um, he's pretty offensive minded. He can move the puck really well. He can get the puck out of the zone. He's can skate really well. Hmm. Uh,
0: so what are our problems then? Why are we so like? Because we it took us a long time to get our first win. And
1: uh, I know we just, just bad five on five performance, they can't defend well. Then we don't really have good goaltending, we have poor defense. We started this year with four rookie defensemen. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> um, which is fine with me because I don't think they're like we're much worse for wear than the ones we would normally have out, yeah, like Jonathan Erickson or
0: or other people I don't know because I'm not that big of a hockey fan. No,
1: well. I don't know. I, it, they're going to be bad, and it's, I'm okay with it. I'm at peace with it. So we do have some stuff. I'm excited for another player called Jonathan Berggren.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He hasn't been over here yet, but he's from Sweden. and He got selected in the early second round when, again, I thought we were going to take another defenseman. But, <laughs> like, these forwards just kept falling. Yeah. And they're, at that point, they pretty much just did best player available. Right. You mean you
0: have to do that, especially yeah. when you're in rebuilding mode. You're not trying to win now, so why... Why stack up on something that makes your team better when you can overload yeah. on something that makes your team great? Right.
1: You know, Yeah. Like, yeah,
0: I'm proud of the Red Wings. It's just such a dark time in all of Detroit sports right now.
1: Oh, there's going to be some moves made. I would imagine uh, Gustav Nyquist has moved to the trade deadline.
0: Ah, he's the only guy I have a bobblehead of. I hope um, he hasn't moved.
1: He's second in the team on points. Dylan Larkin's first. He has 15 points in 15 games, so that's always good. Yeah. Um, Anthony Mantha has regressed considerably. Oh yeah. <laughs> um how's
0: Anthony Sio doing? He's doing
1: pretty he's doing pretty well. He's mm-hmm. a little banged up now, but um he's he's playing center this year as opposed to wing. So
0: Oh, so he's like kinda of learning a new position.
1: Uh yeah, I think I mean he probably started playing center when he was younger but moved to wing. Uh, just when he played a right. higher level of hockey. But right. um No, outside of that, I mean I mean you got players that we got some bad contracts on the team. Justin Applicator's one. He signed for another three or four years. Franz Nielsen's contract. Although I do like the player, his contract's going to start looking bad cuz he's going to get old pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um you
0: know what? Poor timing to move to this new ar- arena and suck. Yeah. Like, you know, gosh. All all four fucking Detroit sports yeah. teams fucking suck. The Pistons, they their season started since this podcast has been on how it is. Started off 4-0, and then I think they lost 5 in a row. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you just see that they can't win with the current setup because the league has just like the lions the league has changed to a different kind of an offense than Mm -hmm. one that has big bodies it's you got to be able to shoot the three and you got to be opportunistic on like uh mismatches and whatnot and we're Mm -hmm. we're just trying to have blake post up and go in, and blake's great he's been playing great but He's consistently unhealthy. I, th- I think it's fine right now, but yeah. you know, pairing him with Andre Drummond, it's like, what the fuck? You got two people, yeah. that to do the same thing. One of them's a lot better than the other, yeah. And now we got Andre Drummond taking threes. Like I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know. They suck. The Red Wings suck. Yeah. Lions suck. The Tigers suck.
1: Fuck the Tigers. Who cares?
0: Sports in general fucking sucks right now. <clears throat> yeah. I'm done. I'm done with it. We're changing this section to fucking. Fairy tales, I don't know.
1: Fairy tales. Just tell me
0: a story, would you? Tell me a story. Yeah, so um, how long do you think until the Red Wings could be contenders? And I will preface this by saying how long, so give me two answers. How long until they are capable of making the playoffs, and how long until they are capable of contending for the Stanley Cup?
1: Um, Playoffs is kind of an interesting question. Um, I would say within the next couple of years they could challenge for a playoff spot but that would probably be, you know. So we're unless, looking
0: like 2020s?
1: Yeah, 2021. Probably like two uh, two years at the earliest, and then three would probably be I could see them sniffing. Yeah. Sort of they sniffing playoffs. So there's a lot of things that got to happen is, one, Toronto is going to be good for a while. Yeah. So that's one division spot that you're not going to be able to bump them off. Tampa's in our division. They're going to be good for the next few years, but they are going to get hit really hard with the cap crunch coming up because okay. they have a lot of – Players signed to big contracts and they have to re sign a lot of really good players yeah. that are young coming off at rookie or um, um, entry level deals. Um, the one team that I could see that's a contender like in our division right now that could fall a little bit is going to be Boston just because they have like one of the best lines in hockey right now with Brad Marchand, um, Patrice Bergeron, and David Pasternak. Mm-hmm. And Patrice Bergeron, he's I mean, he's getting older. Marchand's going to get a little bit older too. He's still relatively young though. Um, that would just be the one team I think I could miss, unless Tampa took a massive step back if they you know shed the wrong players to save cap space. Or... And
0: they lost Eiserman so
1: yeah, I don't think that's going to hurt them too much. Uh, I think Julian Breezeblad that's your new GM, has been kind of groomed by Steve to yeah take the team over. So he's got a lot of work to do. He's got a lot of contracts. They had a lot of. I Tampa, organization is so good because how many great young players they have.
0: You know what a what a weird place hockey to be thriving in yeah and it
1: is like youth hockey in the areas is up Um, I mean that all went back to so like the LA Kings have been they were one of the first they were like in the the expansion in 1967 they were one of the teams that got added so they're like one of the older teams in the NHL Tampa is? no LA Kings
0: they're one of the older ones? yeah didn't you just say they were an expansion?
1: Yeah, they were in nineteen sixty-seven. Oh,
0: so like this first, after the original six. Yeah,
1: they were like one of the. They added six more teams, so they had.
0: It's a weird place to choose it. Also, cause yeah, there's a big market. Um, I don't know. People from LA aren't from LA, and
1: yeah, a lot of that.
0: Like, like there's. I think there was a like a, a Chargers game that didn't even sell out, and they're fucking like destroying people.
1: <laughs> oh, the char- yeah, and the Chargers are playing like a twenty-seven thousand seat stadium, and they can't sell it out. That's a soccer stadium
0: they, they gotta move you know they, oh, yeah. gotta, they can't that, that's not you can't really do that
1: I think in the I read somewhere that in the like the owners meetings or whatever for the NFL that was like one thing they talked about the concerns
0: yeah well the Chargers should move to probably back to San Diego to be honest but yeah. uh, you know just it's just because you know cities are starting to wise up and they don't want to publicly yeah, fund arenas because yeah. that's fucking ridiculous I agree. with the amount of money you make off this shit.
1: I agree. It's just ridiculous. Um, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing that's turning me away from just pro sports nowadays is just how ridiculous it is. Dude, so all sports,
0: because I mean, you lump in college sports. Oh, and that's like- college
1: to me is the biggest racket in the world. Like, you can buy season... I hate... Uh... I hate how you have to, like, buy seat licenses when you buy season tickets. Yeah. It's like, so you have, you have to buy money. You have to pay money to, like, make sure that you can buy your tickets that you're going to spend thousands of dollars on. It doesn't make... So I didn't even know
0: that was a thing. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. They do it... Um, One of the biggest questions for the Chargers was they couldn't sell PSLs, personal seat licenses. Oh, okay. And that's... A lot of teams do that, usually to fund cost for new, you know, arenas. Um, yeah. I mean, there's not, like... A ton of it's just like an it.
0: added fee for no reason, it doesn't even yeah. mean anything.
1: Like Michigan State, they do it. Um, I would, I would imagine like U of M and Ohio State probably do it. Any if there's a high demand enough for the seats and they can Lamoney, make money, Franklin, Lamoni Franklin, Patriots. I
0: think they're in, in the playoffs still, so I think they are. Go Patriots, yeah,
1: they play Friday, I guess. <laughs> um,
0: ah, uh, wow, you know, you know, and with college sports, it's just like. There's so, so many sports teams like I don't even. We should probably I guess. We should talk about Michigan and their run they're going on right now. Yeah. Uh, Michigan has won every game except for their opener against Notre Dame, and I believe Notre Dame has won every game also. Or I'm, I'm, I mean, don't quote me on that. Uh, but um. I about that. So Michigan is in conversation to go to the playoff for the first time.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting.
0: And, uh it's gonna hinge on them beating. Well, I think they got two more games, and then. Ohio State,
1: and then they have to win the Big Ten
0: championship, and then the Big Ten championship, which should be easy because the Big Ten uh, West is I garbage. Think
1: garbage. They, they would be playing like Wisconsin or
0: Or Iowa. I don't even know who's good. I yeah, I'm checked out. I'm fucking checked out of sports right now. But
1: <laughs> so Notre Dame is the third ranked team in the country. They are nine and zero.
0: Yeah. So Michigan's odds are looking good, assuming they can pull off right. their unlikely Ohio State victory, which. You know they they should be a better team based on what I've been hearing, but I just I, I just think they're gonna choke because it's Jim Harbaugh and yeah. uh, I hate him.
1: And coming out of the West, big T- the Big Ten West currently, Northwestern is leading that d- division with a five and four overall record, but a five and Ooh, one conference record. And impressive.
0: <laughs> after that, is
1: Wisconsin four and two in the conference, six and three overall. And Purdue. Four and two conference, five and four overall, and then Iowa, the number twenty-one ranked team, is th- three and three in the con- th- conference with a six and three overall record. Mm-hmm. So
0: the and Alabama, t- can you look up theirs? They have a loss, right? Uh, hold on. Like, so I think in the conversation it's Notre Dame, Alabama, Clemson, and then I think people are starting to early. Alabama does not have a loss. Oh no, no. Oh okay. Alabama. I don't know why I thought that they never. Alabama's lose. number
1: one, Clemson's number two.
0: And then Notre Dame and then is it Michigan, Michigan
1: four? And then yep, and then Georgia, Oklahoma, LSU, Washington State, West Virginia, and Ohio State round out the top ten. Is it wrong for me to be rooting for
0: Georgia to make it over Michigan?
1: No, I I don't like the U of M football program at all.
0: I don't either. It's I just like it. I'm not like active, I'm
1: not like actively like necessarily like rooting against them for the most part, but like I just it's more their, the like the fans. Yeah, how they just love it's. They're probably the most overrated college football program. Mm.
0: Shout out to the DFS Swimming with Shirts, yeah. Sh- Swimming with Sharts podcast.
1: <laughs> the team's won one national championship since World War II.
0: Yeah, and it was a split one.
1: <laughs> yeah, like you always hear how they have the most wins, but uh, yeah, back in the eighteen hundreds. Sure. Mm-hmm. You can count those, I guess. Yeah, before black people were allowed to before play. Before black people were allowed to play. I think they used to play like against high schools. They used to count, they counted those wins. Oh really? Yeah, something stupid like that. Or like super mini colleges. They <laughs> would like count the wins.
0: Did yeah, I've Officially. won so many arm wrestling competitions against fucking babies that can't speak. Just fucking slam really? that arm down. Broken arm. Get out of here. Um, Get out of town. <laughs> um yeah, so we're obviously not that checked into the college sports atmosphere. Um, no, you know, I don't. I just don't even understand college football. Really, like, I don't. I I understand it, but like, I don't know how you can be so hyped up to go to a bowl game, and why you can put that much vested interest in it when you're not in the playoff, you're not competing for a championship. Yeah,
1: so but yeah, I always. I mean, the bowls are just there to make money. That's all they are. Oh. Um, I'm never. I don't know how you could be excited if you're like seven and five and like go to the fucking.
0: Yeah, like the, the Fisher
1: Price Bowl or whatever, or even
0: the Motor City Bowl, the Meineke
1: Car Care Bowl or whatever it is. <laughs> like, how many cares? Right. If you're, in, oh yeah, I mean, if you're in the big ones, obviously, like, yeah, you're gonna be pretty.
0: But even the big ones, I, I mean, really, seriously, do you care? I mean, I, I think players keeps are trending to sit out of even like the Rose Bowl and whatnot. I mean,
1: they might. Well, if they're draft eligible, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and, well, yeah. like, and if
0: you're in that bowl, you're gonna have a draft eligible players. Well, like, yeah. The only but, thing they care about is the college football playoff.
1: I mean, if you can like potentially like be a high round pick, mm-hmm. then you're you're probably not gonna play. And
0: you shouldn't because yeah. it's for nothing. You're not gonna oh, be yeah. a champions, you're never gonna be remembered.
1: Yeah, it's like, just a rose. I mean, it, it yeah, I mean like the Rose Bowl, that would be cool one to win. You know, it's always Big Ten. You know, the
0: state won the cotton bowl that one year. Yeah. And I know that That was probably the highlight of Michigan State football for the rest of eternity. Mm -hmm. Um, I know they made the playoff once, once they got their ass handed to them.
1: Yeah, against (laughs) Alabama.
0: Yeah. Um, And I remember thinking Carson, or or Connor Cook, was the best quarterback out of that draft. I guess not, because he can't even beat out fucking Derek Carr on the Raiders. (laughs) I don't even know if he's still on the team, to be honest. (laughs) Uh,
1: No, I think he's working out for other teams. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure they released him after the training camp.
0: I just have a strong affiliation for players with cool last names.
1: Um, You
0: you pair up Connor Cook and Steph Curry. Cook cook up some Curry. I
1: I heard Connor Cook's dad's kind of a piece of shit.
0: That's an interesting tidbit. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I think he's like super, like dad like mode about any criticism to his son. He would like attack people on Twitter and be like vaguely racist. And this is like a big thing when he got drafted because I remember talking about like, ooh. Would you take him with his dad? And it's like, it always seems kind of silly.
0: Right. Yeah, it's not him. But I guess, you know, if your dad was like LeVar Ball, I don't know. Oh my God. That would change my draft. But we got to move on, it looks like. We're coming up to the next drop here, correct? Ah, My timing is just off. Beer number two,
1: entertainment.
0: On to the second of these not very good beers.
1: It's getting better.
0: Clover Over by Atwater. Oh, entertainment, cruck. What entertains you? I don't know nothing really. I'm falling. In in the good times, um, I uh, find myself longing for change, and in the bad times, I fear myself.
1: I'm falling. Is that? Okay, that's a song. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh.
0: That was from "The Star Is Born," which I just got to give a shout out to that and talk a little bit about this. I know you haven't seen it. Great so movie. I will, not, I will not spoil it. Have not seen it. Did you know that was the fourth iteration of that that movie. What do you mean? Like there was, I mean, according to my mother, there was. I know for sure there was at least one before it, but she said that that was the fourth remake of that movie.
1: I guess eh, maybe I don't know.
0: Well, there was one with Barbara Streisand. I know. <sighs> oh. Gotcha. And there's probably one before that. But, um, so, Star is Born starring Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper's, I think, directorial debut. Uh, it was fucking fantastic. Uh, go see that movie. Um,
1: yeah, I gotta see it. Haven't been in the movie it, since 2015.
0: Yeah, we found your ticket stub. Yeah, I know. I Thank don't you know where that came from, but...
1: Probably my wallet. Thank you for holding on to that for me.
0: Yeah, have you been keeping that in your wallet? Oh, I guess you've been keeping something in your wallet, like the, a ticket stub in your wallet. That's not important to you because you didn't know it was in your wallet. But you've been keeping it in there for what three, four years?
1: I don't know what half the stuff in my wallet is.
0: <laughs> um. Anyways, so Star is Born. It's about a rock star struggling with alcoholism and other kind of. Um. Oh yeah, you do have a lot of weird stuff. In I don't know what
1: this is. <laughs>
0: Just in there. Uh, meets a girl named lady gaga just kidding that's not her real name but uh at a drag night thing um but she's uh the only one the only woman they let actually perform that's not like a it wasn't born a man because of how good her voice is and uh then they kind of see each other and he like takes her out and uh you know it progresses and you know then a star is born you know because it's fucking lady gaga of course she's a star Mm-hmm. But it's just so the movie seems so real to me, and dealing it deals with like a lot of stuff, like, like you I don't know, just it's so personal, it really gets to you, and uh, yeah, I mean everyone left the theater crying. So yeah, I have to see it. Fucking go see that goddamn movie, man! Let's go see it tonight. Mm. Anyways, um, so this popcorn sounds good. This is the. Uh, this is the uh, beer conversation that we were uh, concerned about. Because, Kruk, I don't know that you even watch anything.
1: Um, No. Yeah. This is I, I just cool. got a new book.
0: Okay. Let's hear about that.
1: Um, it's called Big Week. Big Week? Yep. Big Week Chew? It's by James Holland. It's about World War II history. Oh, uh, yes. Very, very entertaining. <laughs> the largest air battle of World War II.
0: I can't imagine a giant air battle. Is it like the movie? Do you see? Have you even seen the movie? Hey, enough! Enough! Sorry, my dogs are barking. Obviously, you know that. You just fucking heard them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, have you seen the movie? Was it called Fury or something? No, 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 no. The one.
1: Fury was with the tanks.
0: What's the one with the planes that uh fucking just came out last oh, year? Oh, Dunkirk? Dunkirk.
1: Yeah, didn't like it at all. You didn't? No. I thought it was okay. I think Christopher Nolan kind of sucks now because I think he's trying to be like too. too. too, too all out those, there. all those movies just are very hollow and they just feel like they're just I don't know they like don't have substance.
0: There's like a formula, a literal formula yeah. to write movies that people will like, and people just try to get too experimental sometimes. Yeah, like the problem with Dunkirk, from in my opinion, was there was not like a character really. You know, yeah. There was no story with the was there was a story. It looked great, and uh, you mm-hmm. know, like it was about a battle. Or whatnot, But there wasn't, like, character growth in anybody. Like, no one had to make a tough choice. They were just following orders or whatnot.
1: Yeah, I mean, the toughest choice in the movie is probably, like, Tom Hardy, essentially. Tom Hardy's character, I'm pretty sure, officially was this pilot. A red red leader. (laughs) uh, Where he basically just made the decision to sacrifice his fuel to, like, provide further air cover. Biggest problem I have with that movie is... uh, some of those air scenes were just not very realistic. The yeah. planes in the movie, the Supermarine Spitfires, could not carry that much yeah. ammunition. It's, oh,
0: yeah. That yeah. is a problem with movies. Like, yeah. in general, just the amount of ammunition, like, a gun clip has. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, that was, like, a big one that could have been avoided. I don't know why. Um, you could have just brought in another, like, it's just something that was so easy. Supermarine Spitfire, if you held down, it had eight hundred three caliber machine guns. and the first version of the Spitfire if you were to just hold down the trigger you'd you'd use all your ammo up in like 14.7 seconds
0: well in like that or exactly that (laughs) no in exactly that
1: (laughs) um really yeah
0: that's a I feel like they should have made that made those clips bigger or whatever it was
1: it was just the way the the plane was designed
0: were they all are they all single pilots
1: yeah usually the fighter planes were all single Mm. um in contrast, the German planes, I think they had like 55 seconds worth of machine gun ammunition. Plus they had cannons, which were much... The Luftwaffe. The Luftwaffe, yes.
0: World War II, what a time to be alive. we to come up to World War Three, I think, but yeah. uh, we'll get to that later.
1: <laughs> up next, World War Three. No, outside entertainment. entertainment, um, looking forward to Shoot Detective Season 3.
0: Oh, yes, with uh, Mahershal... Mahershal uh, Ali. Ali... Yep. Just um, won uh, an Oscar for his performance in Moonlight.
1: Yep. Um didn't see it. But. <laughs> I like I like him as an actor. I saw Moonlight. Pretty good movie. Um he was also a character in he the first in- few seasons of House of Cards. Oh, okay. Or played Remy Danton. Dalton or Danton? I don't remember. But he's Dalton? He's pretty important character just in that regard. Um
0: He was in um I think I'm in, I'm looking this up right now. Uh, I think he was in the Marvel show on Netflix, Luke Cage.
1: Oh, probably.
0: How do you spell Mahershala? I don't know. I just want to make sure uh, before. Uh, yeah, he plays Cottonmouth in a uh, in Luke Cage, and he was like, he was the reason. He was one of the reasons that first season of that show was so good because he definitely acted everybody else. You know, Luke Cage. I don't think whoever plays Luke Cage. I don't think is mm-hmm. the greatest greatest of an actor. But, did they cancel that. Uh, yep, Marvel did cancel Luke Cage and Iron Fist, and I think Jessica Jones and, and Daredevil were on their last legs. I don't know if Jessica Jones got canceled,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: I mean, you know, I I feel like I can I like I like like everything. Everyone knows that. Um, but I, when I didn't watch the second season of Luke Cage, Iron Fist, or Jessica Jones, that kind of like made me not surprised that they're canceling all those. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen the new season of Daredevil something about the because when they all teamed up like their standalone series the first seasons of them were really cool Iron Fist was a little lame but mm-hmm. when they did the they did a Defenders thing it's like a, the Avengers but for these little street crims right hey dogs you probably shouldn't chew that in here but um I watched that and it was just so bad and it made me not want to watch any of these other things again but Jessica Jones season one best season like almost best season of any show I've ever seen it was so good hmm bad guy is just so scary. What's his name? Kilgrave. Kilgrave? Yeah. Will you take that bone away from him? I haven't. Or is it Stella? <laughs> Sorry, the headphones have the sound all messed up. Um,
1: I haven't but seen any of those. What a surprise.
0: Kilgrave's power is anything mm-hmm. he says you have to do. He just says, he's like throw coffee in your face, and mm-hmm. you throw coffee in your face. You just do it. Oh, really? So it's like that's kind of cool. It's it's like a crime noir. How did you say that noir 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 kind of thing? It was really good. Um, but another show that I've watched from the beginning that mm-hmm. is still going on, and I'm painfully dragging through. Oh, God, is The Walking Dead?
1: I, I've only seen the first episode. Yeah, well that's about that was the highlight that was the peak (laughs) yeah that was the most peak I don't know it just seems like any show that probably nowadays lasts more than well I'll take it yeah like any show that kind of like lasts more than five seasons now it just just, yeah I mean, it's just running on too long
0: it's like any show that doesn't have an end like an an, an end an an end in sight right like Game of Thrones they have an end in sight you know they were they know when it was going to end and they chose it Like we've lost even though people were disappointed with the ending they decided like like on season four that it's only going two more seasons so like you have like this plan to get to the conclusion Mm -hmm. but with The Walking Dead they just keep making it bigger and bigger and bigger like they have the fear of The Walking Dead now uh, spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't seen this episode I'm sure you don't really care but uh this was Rick Grimes final episode he's like Andy Lincoln main guy yeah the British guy. Uh, you know, so everyone thought he was going to die. And it was weird. The whole marketing campaign towards it was so stupid because, like, before the season started, it's like this is Rick Grimes' final what, couple episodes mm-hmm. on The Walking Dead. And he didn't even die. He got lifted up in a helicopter. And you know what they're doing? They're making fucking three movies. Really? that are releasing to AMC about Rick Grimes, but he's not coming back to The Walking Dead. And it's dumb. I don't know what this show is doing. And honestly,. My only theory about why it's like lost success over the years is like they drag they drug out like the getting to Negan thing so long. And uh, this is probably just a noise in your ears. So. No, like I know here you're talking about. But the they, guy with the guy
1: with the bat wrapped with like barbed yeah, wire to loose, make it to make it seal. scarier. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz a bat's not scary enough.
0: <laughs> uh so they, they took forever. They like, like a whole season getting to meet him and then you meet him at the season finale. And, you know, the big comic book scene, everyone knows that he bashes people in the head. Like, mm-hmm. when he first meets a new group of people, he kills one of them just to know how powerful he is. And then, like, you know that's coming, and then he's like, God damn it! <laughs> and uh, he's, he's going around picking everybody, and you don't get to see who he chooses. It's like, from POV perspective, mm-hmm. you don't know who it is. And it's like, okay, that is a little bit of a fucking bullshit move amc right like we know someone's gonna die why don't you just tell us instead of make like why don't you i, I don't know why do you make us wait a year to think about that that's annoying <laughs> and then when yeah. then, then the season premiere happens the, the next season and it shows it in kind of graphic detail one of the favorite characters dying like his skull gets busted his eyes start popping out of his head and he's just like okay i'll find you like, that's, like, oh god and then like he's just beating him to a pulp and it's like okay you can't really you can't really get worse than that shit can't get worse than that so like how do you really evolve the story from there that's what my my, right. my theory on why The Walking Dead has started to suck and well has been sucking because ever <clears> since <throat> that moment like you just can't do
1: it yeah it like it, it like pushed that was a thing that happened with Boardwalk Empire for me yeah yeah um, really like the first three seasons, and the fourth season happened, and it like, it almost like accelerated the show. I think in a way that maybe the writers didn't necessarily intend, because then the last season was just like jumped ahead like five or six years. Oh, really? And like one of the my favorite characters on the show, which was uh, Arnold Rothstein, played by Michael Stuhlbarg, the actor.
0: What, was he in the first season? Yeah, he he's I've in, seen the first season,
1: every season but the last one, because he died in oh. real life. Well, not the actor died, but like Arnold Rothstein, oh, he died like in the the narrative, like between the events of the fourth and fifth season, like oh, he was,
0: but they didn't show it. You no,
1: just... yeah, he was just an off screen death of one of the more important characters. That's weird. Yeah,
0: that's kind of weird to do it like that. Yeah, I don't, it was a, it was, just... was it a like why why would they make that choice?
1: I don't um I don't know if it necessarily. I think it's just the way that it was. How it was written by Terrence Winter, and then it just sort of
0: like—is he the ter- Tree of Life guy?
1: Yeah, no, that's Terrence Malick. Okay. Um, I don't know. It Just seems like weird. A lot of the characters I liked. Was it like to- an
0: actor issue? Like, was he not going to be in the season? Like, like that, I can understand because no, no, then they're kind of like don't. No, have a I mean
1: no. So that movie or that show follows historical events. Oh, so like Arnold Rothstein was murdered in real life the fuck why wouldn't they put that in the show i don't because they skipped ahead too fast they like skipped from 1923 to like 1929 for like the end of prohibition
0: mm, that's dumb no, poor choice boardwalk empire yeah that's
1: what i said i was like that's why i kind of felt weird about it and then um I had a pretty predictable ending
0: well i mean it should have been it was in history
1: no i mean so it was it was like Wait, is this a is this is this show based on true
0: events or just like it's based inspired. on true
1: true setting? It's inspired by true events, but like a lot of the characters, in it, like Al Capone. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Arnold Rothstein, um, Lucky Luciano, Meyer yeah. Lansky. Those are even Nucky Thompson is the main character. Stevie Nucky Femi. Thompson, but in real life, his name is Nucky Johnson. So they just change it so they can have more freedom to get a little more uh, creative with how his character was. Yeah, it's like a composite.
0: And Nucky Johnson sounds like. Yeah, like Nucky already sounds like a little sexual, and then Johnson, come on. Well, his, his real
1: his name is Enoch. Enoch. oh,
0: wow, what a dumb name. Yeah,
1: so Nucky. Wow. <laughs>
0: I, I will name you
1: Scroobity. Yeah, so that's probably one of the more disappointing shows that I've seen. Mm-hmm.
0: I know remember you. I remember you were really into it for a while. Yeah, I watched really good. the first season, but like, you know, you know me. Not enough fantasy. You know, I need more. Yeah, I need I more sci-fi elements. I
1: know you do. <laughs> um. I don't know. I was, so I always like dialogue.
0: I think I think I know what uh, the next movie you're gonna see in theater is besides A Star Is Born. What do you think? Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: Oh, I won't see that in theater. Why? I don't really go to the
0: movies. Are you afraid to go to the movies? Cause you're afraid you're gonna get shot? Um, no. Oh. Um, Swimming with Sharks host Mike Carl's is.
1: I mean. I mean, it's possible. Meantime? I mean, I... I welcome, are, I welcome it, to be honest. I mean, people are getting <laughs> fucking killed everywhere, so I don't really... There hasn't been a movie theater shooting since that one guy, so... Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so you're
0: no interest in seeing Bohemian Rhapsody? I, I heard, would think you would be into that as you being a rock and roll at heart.
1: I do. I heard it wasn't very good.
0: I heard it was mixed. Mixed reviews. I
1: heard Rami Malek did really good as Freddie Mercury, but I heard the writing for the... It didn't really do, Jew, Jew. It Didn't really do. Didn't the, really do. It didn't justice. really do like a lot of justice for like either the rest of the band or like life events. I, okay, I, I, is pretty mixed. I do like Randy Malik though. I do like Mister Robot.
0: I've seen the first season and I just want to point out yet again on this podcast that I fucking called that shit mm-hmm. right when they were at the bar together and mm-hmm. he was she wasn't serving him a drink. I'm like, this guy's not fucking real, is he?
1: Yeah. See, I knew that before I started watching the show. So, like, I already. Mm-hmm. Knew that, but I like to figure out how things get there. It's kind of interesting, right?
0: Yeah, you can like then you kind of like watch it again and be mm-hmm. like,
1: second season gets like a it. little surreal. It's a little crazy at times. It was kind. Of, I haven't seen it yet. The third season was pretty crazy. Oh, I'm a little behind. Yeah,
0: you know, like I said, not enough fantasy. That's why I'm not super attached. I feel like there's a decent amount of well, not like fantasy, but like it's pretty fucking. Out there. I'm just like I've already seen Fight Club. I'm done kind of done seeing shows about people where I don't know if people are real or not mm-hmm. you know Fight Club did it perfectly and yeah, I don't you know I've, I've already I've seen Lost like that happens in fucking Lost too mm-hmm. every, every show does that someone's just not real
1: oh well, that's like writing music Man, you can only go so many you know ways before that, is, gr- that is what they say in A Star is Born they be- say before everything's going to start sounding derivative
0: say so all there is for an artist is these twelve notes, and it's up to you what you want to say with them. Mm-hmm. But you're kind of limited by it. You know what I mean? Like we twelve like, notes, eleven notes. I don't know they said twelve in the movie. I don't know how many notes there are. I know that there's I eleven. I know that there's a E A D G B. Wait, am I just naming guitar string <laughs> A B C D E F G. So there's seven, and then you have the either minors or from there. And there's one that's missing, so that mean that would make it twelve, hmm. or three, or two. That, there's two that are missing. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. You know,
1: you guys know. You all play guitar. They're all. They all know.
0: Yeah, I'll know it.
1: <laughs> um, outside of that, no. I pretty much keep out of the entertainment. I um. Well, music's entertainment. Well, yeah. Um, So are video games. I do want to play me some Red Dead Redemption 2. Ah, I want a PlayStation. John Church, please sell me your PlayStation. I want to fix my computer first. I thought
0: you were buying a new one.
1: No, I'm just going to upgrade mine. I'm just going to buy a new motherboard. Well, looks like I'm never fucking playing PUBG. The game's probably not going to be played that much by the time you get a computer. Yeah. Yeah, no.
0: I'm I'm good. I got my Switch. Yeah, Super Smash Bros coming out soon, you know. Ugh. You want to play some tonight? We can play some online battles. Fuck
1: no. I hate that game. Well, so ba- so bad at it. You got to pr- you got to play it to be good at no, it. No, I don't I don't like Nintendo. You don't like, you don't like doing things that you're not good at. Oh, uh, like I don't like Nintendo characters or like what it's about. It's Why? Just, it's too cartoony. I don't like cartoony shit.
0: Yeah, you do you, you do read World War 2 books, so. Yeah. You're you're the anti me. Yeah, that's why I'll never play like <laughs> fucking Fortnite. I've played it a
1: few times, it's not fun and I don't get it. Yeah, it's just stupid. It's like for fucking loser kids in high school that just drink Mountain Dew. You know why it's so popular? And flip bottles.
0: You want you want to know why it's so popular, I think? Uh, why? Well, because first of all, it's got that what's what do they call it with the map closing in? What do they call it Battle Royale.
1: Well, I mean, Battle Royale doesn't necessarily mean the map's going to be enclosed. This is like a last man standing.
0: Right. Well, that's a cool that's a cool
1: feature. It is like more accomplishment. Like, like it, I forced, beat it forces everybody. conflict.
0: Yeah, it does. Um, but it's also really popular because it's free. Yeah. Like, I, I got it free on my Switch somehow. And I can't even get Netflix on my Switch, but I got Fortnite for free on
1: yeah. it. Yeah, Fortnite is free.
0: Um, which, I think... You know, if they have a cool concept and you make it free to everybody, you're, it's gonna get super popular. Yeah. what a great, what a what a brilliant move by them, to be honest, to make that free.
1: I mean, yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, that's a pretty old type of game style. I mean, PUBG they weren't the first ones to do it. Oh, really? Yeah. I Who mean, was? Do you um, know. I, well, I mean, there's always been battle Royale. Maybe with the shrinking map, that was something that PUBG kind of started. I'm not sure about that forever. but like Call of Duty Blackout just came out. It's the same thing. Right. Well, I mean. Oh they have the shrinking yeah, it's a, map. It's a battle royale mode
0: too and mm-hmm. yeah. The shrinking map is what makes it interesting cuz it like I yeah. said it forces conflict cuz Yeah, and it
1: always gives you like a you, know, you can take risk like I'm going to go here but it's a good chance that it circle's me really far I'm going to have to like find a vehicle or to go over there. Right. I don't know. Uh I mean, I've never played Fortnite so I don't think they even have vehicles in there. Uh oh well,
0: I haven't found one.
1: <laughs> I think they only have, I think they only have the one map. You in randomly
0: have like an axe thing. Yeah, uh, it's really the stupid. Thing. I don't, that's what I don't get about it. Like, I, I just want to be able to pick up a gun and shoot people and like probably die. But a lot of it is building things, you build yeah, structures, and, and I just can't comprehend that. It's that stupid.
1: Well. I hate it. I think it's dumb.
0: <laughs> uh, but Red Dead Redemption Two, mm-hmm. uh, I hear it's quite popular. Have you played the first one?
1: No, but it is a Rockstar game. The thing I like about Rockstar games, they're always going to be very controversial because they're always going to heighten violence yeah is
0: it is that what made Grand Theft Auto
1: yeah okay um but I think they're, the way they go about game design and stories are, is, is like second to none like I would I would probably go on record here saying Grand Theft Auto 5 is my favorite game of all time really um just because how especially with it the, because I released an online mode as well like later after the game came out Mm -hmm. which was, like, added a whole new development. But, like, those open-world games where, you know, you can go on missions or you can, like, do side things or drive around, explore, like, check out. Yeah. You know, or even, like, what people like to do in Grand Theft Auto is just see how many stars they can get for the cops, you know. Right. Like, see how much trouble they can get into. Um, I just think it's just written well. The games last a really long time. Uh, Grand Theft Auto was five because it was, like, a... It was really heist oriented, so there's like a planning period where you can plan a heist, and like there's diff they give you different options that you could choose. So you can like kind of choose how you wanted the mission to turn out. Yeah. So
0: I'm mean, so I'm sure Red Dead's quite I would imagine, similar. I would imagine it's probably world. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I just played my first open world concept game. Yeah. Um, with Breath of the Wild, Zelda. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, it's fucking amazing. Like yeah. you don't, you don't like like there's a story it pushes you to. But you don't have to follow it. Like, you can do all these side quests and whatnot.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure that's the
0: same. I know, yeah, that's, like, I know that's how Grand Theft Auto works. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, there's, like, different achievements you can unlock. Um, You know, you can do you can race if you want to. You can, like, fly right. around. You can, you know, you can, like, go to different places, buy clothes, right. strip clubs. Uh, I
0: guess the difference between, like... I, don't, I mean, I don't know how Red Dead works, but if I was going to say the difference between like Grand Theft Auto and Breath of the Wild is mm-hmm. there's not that fighting aspect of right. it, like where you're trying to strategically combat things like right. with a sword and a shield, and like mm-hmm. that's what your buttons really are used for, which is why, Kruk, you should seriously play Breath of the Wild. You would probably like it. I know it's a little too f- fanatical for you, or fantasy. fantasy I mean, I would, I would try it, but it's open world concept you can fly around everywhere that's fucking great mm. fucking love that game and i'm sexually attracted to zelda so it helps
2: too
0: mm. link the blood moon is rising please be careful
1: that's part of it yeah okay there's a blood moon that's good
0: i don't really know what it does but it, it's scary first time it happened i was really freaked out
1: <laughs> right
0: uh but um yeah uh, well, how
1: do you how do you feel about like esports?
0: Esports like uh, like the NBA two kers like anything
1: anything that's like a like I mean there's many different leagues you have but just mm. the fact that you know instead of turning on a baseball game in the future like you're just gonna turn on TV and watch a bunch of people play video, video games game. where they have like a play by play announcer and a color commentator it's just like watching any other sporting event.
0: I am supportive of the idea, but I would never fucking watch that shit.
1: Yeah, I don't think I ever would. Really I would watch either. people
0: play, like you know, I would watch people play Super Smash Brothers. I guess I could see that. Okay, I definitely would not. Um, but <laughs> I would never watch someone like sit down and play Mad. Like, I would never watch somebody go and play a sports game because I could just fucking watch watch sports. Oh, yeah, but like you know, if it's a different game like Super Smash Brothers, I can't just go somewhere and watch like four friends fight in a park. You know. Without calling the cops and most of them getting shot, probably because we live in a police state. But yeah, (laughs) um, but for yeah, I know they're super popular and and I'm kind of confused on how they work. Like I know for basketball is the one I think I I've heard about the most. Do five people play that game at a time? Um, Do they have actual bench players like waiting on the bench and then getting a controller or something?
1: I don't know about that.
0: I'm pretty sure that that is. I mean, I would be like.
1: Rise, but
0: so it's like five on five, but actual five. I mean, five. I know you have
1: five people on
0: a basketball team.
1: Well, yeah, like I know you have five individual players, like controlling each player. But like, I don't know if you necessarily have like people like on your team that are just like sitting there.
0: That they do. I know that.
1: Uh, that's kind of weird. Isn't, but
0: don't you think that's weird like if what if you're like a, just a stupid role player on your team how boring would that be I mean but at that point all you do is you catch the ball and press circle to shoot it because you're open for a corner three because that's your role on this team
1: I mean yeah I mean I don't know there's it's weird
0: I don't know I
1: mean it wouldn't be something I would like enjoy um, but I know some people like just doing roles especially if they're not as good like you know they have a role and they do it
0: yeah that would be terrible that's I'd like, just be like I need more attention Focus up on me.
1: I mean, the only really sport you see, like, role players is, like, probably baseball and hockey. And I guess basketball.
0: Imagine being football and being uh, the 11th offensive lineman or something.
1: Yeah, but, like, football, like... Like, how are you supposed to
0: play as an offensive lineman?
1: Yeah, but it's just... I feel like you have to, like... You can't, like, necessarily, like, play a... I guess that maybe if you, like, on a defense or something and you were just, like, a crazy fucking... Linebacker, let's say that couldn't really play any other position, but all, all he was really good at doing was like blitzing the quarterback. But yeah. he couldn't like play in coverage. At Do you all. have
0: an actual head coach there calling these plays? Yeah, I like. I don't know. Like, <laughs> what's the point? I don't mean, know. I don't know. I don't like. I one on one. I, I kind of get that a little more mm-hmm. like, for football, especially like because if you're not the quarterback, you, what? But you're just following a route like that you can see before. That's really tough like just moving your thumb two different ways yeah. it's fucking stupid yeah um basketball I guess there's I guess like I, that could be cool with um uh, all the spacing you have to do and like if everyone's just running around mindlessly and if everyone's really good at it then it's gonna be fun like watching two people that are really good play Super Smash Brothers is fun and fun fun to me I like watching that mm. is, do, so Grand Theft Auto 5 would you watch somebody play that online?
1: I certainly It's not really that type of game.
0: Yeah, you kind of need, like, a, it can't be just a Cause you're not like, single person game. It has to be, like, a kind of like a, a competition.
1: I mean, I guess it'd be fun if, like, I mean, like, I didn't even do too much of the multiplayer Grants With Auto, but I guess if, like, you uh, assembled a crew to do, like, a heist or something, and it was, like, a really tough one or something, like, yeah. that, I'd, like, check it out on YouTube or something, but I'm not, like, canceling plans to watch it or anything.
0: <laughs> oh man yeah I mean I don't know honestly I can't think of anything that I would really want to sit down and watch and I wouldn't even really want to watch Smash Brothers I just I have been because there's a new game coming out that I'm stoked for you know I won't ever watch a breath breath of wild my favorite video game that I've ever played I would never watch somebody play that because that's well I would watch like one of my friends in person play it but Mm -hmm. you know watch like a video online of somebody doing something cool I'm like no fuck that I don't give a shit Right. the fuck out of here like I don't care about your speed runs for shit right people that I hate when I see like a Mario 64 fastest time ever but if they hacked it to make a guy run super fast mm. I'm like okay well give me the fastest time ever
1: realistically that's what I'm legit. more interested in legit shit
0: yeah like I know you could beat like the first game super first Mario game so fast because of the warp pipe thing on level mm-hmm. 2 um you know that's the shit I'm more interested in hmm You know what I mean? No. No, I know what you mean. Have you ever even played a Mario game?
2: Beer number three. How?
1: The president grabbed me.
0: Oh, that's going to be a tough draft to replace. I was going to say, yeah. I think I recognize that voice.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) R. I. P. (laughs) on to politics rest in pepperonis rest in pepperonis baby politics um all right so yesterday was the midterm elections crook did you get out there and rock the vote i did all right did you vote straight republican like me
1: yep uh down with gay people and women
0: fuck gays fuck women fuck uh the earth really Um, yeah fuck the earth yeah, um,
1: I can't satisfy a woman, so I want the entire world to yeah. explode.
0: <laughs> we are incels. <laughs> we are
1: incels. Hear us speak.
0: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, just kidding, everybody. Of course, we all voted. Well, I'm, I'm I'm guessing you voted straight Democratic, as I, I did. did. I
1: voted for Democrats, and if I didn't recognize anybody, like all the regents for universities, I just selected women.
0: Yep. Uh, that feels good that I wasn't the only one that did that. Yeah. <laughs> but... So, in terms of Michigan politics, uh, all the proposals went through. Yeah. We have legalized weed now. Mm-hmm. We have an end to gerrymandering. Yes. And we have automatic okay. vote, voter registration. Yeah. Which that third one, I think was probably the most crucial to yeah. our future because it means it studies show like the more people that vote, if more people vote, then more democratic yep. or progressive policies get passed. Yes. So we already got that on lock. Uh, gerrymandering. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Just silly. Both both yeah. parties do it. Oh yeah. It benefits both of them in different ways, For but that's sure. uh, time to end that shit. let's just yep. let's be transparent. That's the best thing about that one is this transparency about what's going on. Yes. Legalizing weed.
1: Uh yeah. Fucking stoked about that, dog. That yeah, should be fun. Um I know the opposition group does plan to continue to attempt to fight it and
0: I did hear that today. ...all of
1: its way that it possibly can. Mm-hmm. Basically, that means until they run out of people willing to continue to fund it after it becomes a lost cause.
0: What's the point? Like, um, Like, what are they going to... They're going to get, like, weird cities that don't allow it or something?
1: Well, I think it's still going to be, like, up to municipalities to have their own ordinances on it. Um, obviously, one being... I mean, they might restrict... I, mean, I feel like the places are pretty restricted. Um, I know in Canada, it's kind of strange because Canada passed theirs, but a lot of the provinces there, because they gave it basically, they legalized it federally, uh-huh. but then they put it the onus on the provinces to kind of regulate how they do it from there. And most of them are like, it, wherever you can smoke a cigarette, you can smoke weed. Nice. Which is kind of like strange because you can... I mean, s-
0: kind of like how it fucking should be, really. Yeah.
1: Um, but, but the thing of that, too, is like you can't like just drink beer outside like on the sidewalk which is kind of
0: weird yeah (laughs) but
1: uh, like yeah well yeah i mean if you're you can in vegas well yeah like vegas would be one um like nashville would be another you can drink in nashville on the street i think on broadway you can
0: i mean honestly i could be wrong you can drink on the streets you just can't drink anything with a label on it on the streets like no.
1: right you can't really
0: be stopped for drinking a water bottle that's secretly filled with vodka you know mhm mm-hmm. <laughs> um so you know point kind of point this rules just yeah. like hide hide your uh, alcoholism <laughs> or something yeah. hide your potheadness
1: i was pretty excited though excited so to see bill shooty go down
0: oh, i fucking hate bill shooty so much he
1: seemed like a weasely piece of shit yeah um
0: Got a woman governor again. Yep. Uh, we'll see. blue. The blue wave didn't affect everybody, but it affected Michigan. How
1: did the rest of the... I don't recall seeing much on... Like, who won of like, Paul Hinkie and Cox? I don't even know. Um, where was that? Was that Michigan? That was, yeah, Senate seat for a state. I think we kept the Senate in Michigan. Oh, okay.
0: Um... I know Stabenow won.
1: Yeah, over the guy who ran on a platform of he was a veteran and he creates jobs somehow. Yeah. Without ever elaborating. My stepmom was really crushed that he didn't win. Yeah, well, he fucking sucks.
0: Yeah, and he's a Republican, so yeah.
1: get the fuck out of here. <laughs>
0: yeah. You guys are backwards people that are supporting a monster in the office. Yes. <laughs> um. Speaking
1: of monsters in office.
0: Oh, what? You didn't see that. I uh, you didn't see the video of him this Now, should we pull it up? Yeah, if you want. All right, let me pull it up on my phone. Um. So, what what, what, what? else? Oh, oh, so the other thing that I was thinking, like... The, so, we lost seats in the Senate. Um. Yeah, the gain two. But we did take the House. We took the House back, which is fucking super important. Yep. And I'm so glad we did. Because uh, now we can kind of put a check on Trump, because he's had this, mm. like free reign on politics mm-hmm. for so long. Um, all right so here's a video it's Vice News this was intense as the caption. Here it is. Yeah. On
2: one of the statements that you made in the tail end of the campaign uh, in in the midterms that here, this, here we go. that well if let's you don't stop, mind Mr. Stop. President that this caravan was an invasion. As you know Mr. As you know President the caravan was not an invasion. It's a it's a a group of migrants moving up from Central America towards the border with the U.S. Thank you for telling me. And that I why, 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 did you, why did you characterize it as such? They're hundreds and hundreds of miles you know away. That, that's not an invasion. Should, honestly, uh, I think you should let me run the country. You run CNN. All right. And if you did it well, your ratings would well, be much better. Let me be ask you. Better. If I, if I okay, may that's ask one other question, Miss President, if I may, if I may right, ask Peter, one other ahead. question, are you worried? To, that's enough. That's I mean, enough, Miss President. I did, that's well, I'm enough. I'm to ask one of The, the other folks. That's had, enough. Pardon me, ma'am. I'm Miss President. That's enough, Miss President. One of the Peter, if go. I may ask on on the Russia investigation, are you concerned that that you may have? I'm not concerned about anything with you the may have Russian investigation because it's a hoax. Are you, That's enough. Put down the mic. Mr. President, are you worried about indictments coming down in this investigation?
0: <laughs> he just kind of walked away.
2: I'll tell you what, CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude, (laughs) terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN.
1: This is the president of the United States.
2: (laughs) I I think that's unfair. You're a very rude person. The way you treat Sarah Huckabee is horrible. And the way you treat other people are horrible. You shouldn't treat people that way. Go ahead. In, in, go, in, ahead, Peter, in, go ahead, Peter, go ahead. In Jim's defense, I've traveled with him and watched him. He's a diligent reporter who busts his Well, I'm not a like big fan of yours either, so... I understand. Yeah, to be honest. <laughs> so, let me, so let me ask you a <laughs> question if I can. You repeatedly you say... Are, you are the best. Mr. President, you repeatedly... Oh, over the course okay, of just sit down, please. When you report fake news... No. When you report fake news, which CNN does a lot, you are the enemy of the people. Go ahead. Mr. President...
0: Oh, my God. That's just like a calling card for... <laughs> He's, like, inciting violence against them, really.
1: Yeah, I've never heard... I think the only president that's taken a public stance, even roughly equivalent to the one that Donald Trump has, was Richard Nixon.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've heard very dark, terrible things about Nixon from uh friend of the podcast, Vince, but... Uh...
1: Oh, yeah, he had...
0: Just being openly racist. You know? Yeah, openly
1: racist. Like he... Like Trump. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he pretty much was along the same lines that Trump was and how he just thought the free press was enemies because they, you know, these are two very damaged individuals who, mm. like, to, cannot accept criticism without just becoming petulant children, as you just saw there. Yeah. Leader uh, we of the free world Ugh. has IQ, that of like a, you know, a... Lama, what are we fucking doing people? I, well, people liked him cuz he was going to come in and shake things up. Drain Swamp, he was using a lot of buzzwords like black sons of bitch, well he didn't say black sons of <laughs> bitch. <he> <laughs> Sons of bitches, you know, for the flags, lock her up.
0: Flags, sons of
1: bitches, lock him up, lock her I mean, up.
0: Honestly, I would have believed you because of how fucking yeah, his. How, like. I mean, I think his more of his racism goes towards Mexicans, but uh, oh, definitely.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, he. I mean, he considers them like.
0: Apparently, it's okay to be racist towards Mexicans in this pa- day para- of
1: Parasites for him. Um, I don't. There's just so much I hate about all of it. Him. Melania, his it his fucking dickweed sons.
0: Yeah, Ugh.
1: Eric looks like he was like tempted to be murdered at some point, but somehow survived. <laughs> and then Donald Trump Jr. is terrible.
0: Jared Kushner.
1: Jared Kushner. Um, interesting, but also Jeff Sessions looking for a new job.
0: Oh yeah, big news, guys! Jeff Sessions has reclu- rec- recused himself of
1: no. The, he, well, he did that today, right? No, he did that years like. He, no of
0: the of the attorney general position itself. No, he resigned. Oh, resigned. Trump asked him My to bet. resign
1: after he went on repeatedly. Oh, uh, <laughs> he went on a year-long tour of saying he sucks. Yeah, saying I don't have an uh, attorney general. Mm. He's just disappointed that he recused himself from the. Um, the thing that, you know, that's a hoax to him that isn't a serious thing, but he gets very nervous about people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, cause Jeff was...
0: Sessions, first of all, Jeff Sessions is a piece of shit. Oh, yeah.
1: I Yeah. I mean, I would if I would like to either be his age so I can fight him or I would want him to be my age so I can fight him.
0: I would like um, uh, to slowly let him drip into a coma. Well I did see it. Kind of a weird drug.
1: I, I did know. see a tweet that um said that Jeff Sessions was the only Confederate monument Donald Trump was willing to take down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> real for real. Um But so now Trump gets to appoint this new guy that I'm yeah. certain will if he gets approved by the Senate, which will happen. Yeah. Um will try to hinder the Mueller investigation.
1: Yeah, well they're trying to hinder it. Um Regardless, I would imagine this is something that Robert Mueller's already thought of.
0: Mm-hmm. Um not that Mueller is like, you know I mean Mueller's just doing his job. He's not like yeah. he's a he's a Republican. Yeah, so. he is.
1: Like he's just doing his civic duty essentially. Right. Like you know. He's not like the
0: great savior. He's just literally yeah. doing his job and trying to do it correctly. Do you see that shit came out about like um the, oh yeah that one guy trying to pay people? Jacob Wool. Yeah, that pay, piece of pay, shit. pay women to come out against Mueller and say that she, he sexually assaulted her. Did them. you
1: see the picture that said that this, like, this is new with the star witness and that it was like head blacked out on her faces, but it was actually a picture of him and his girlfriend from like two <laughs> years earlier?
0: Yeah, and it was so easily discovered because like reporters, all they did was like they found the fake website and they called the number on the website and it was his mom's phone number. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Come on! I mean, like, that's like that's like pretty bush league, just how his setup was. But that goes back to he's basically, you know, not to go back to Nixon, basically do what Nixon would have done. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it's called rat fucking your opponents. That's what Nixon tried to do with Democratic candidates or any Republican potential nominees. Like set up like fake. Yeah, spread face fake stories or mm-hmm. dig for dirt.
0: The thing is, like, it's tough. You can't do that now, especially because, like, you can investigate everything and you can find Mm -hmm. out what is true and what isn't. Yeah. Like, I mean, reporters know uh, a a shit ton more than they used to because of the internet, because of the access to everything. Like, honestly, we probably know about uh, everything that Trump did that Mueller's investigating. We probably already fucking know most of it because Mm -hmm. we just don't know these little finer points.
1: Well, a lot of the finer points are going to come down to... Money that gets Where is that deposited with, into right. what accounts, who owns the accounts, mm-hmm. who those people interact but with. But
0: reporters could investigate that. And if someone talked, they could figure it out. Yeah. But, you know, you need solid proof for, like, these kind of, like, you need, like, physical proof for these mm-hmm. um, kind of uh, decisions. Or not decisions, but, like, indictments or whatever.
1: Yeah. It would be very interesting to see how this goes. I could see Trump going nuclear to save himself at all costs which would oh, yeah. which would resolve in him firing uh Bob Mueller mm-hmm. which would I would think prompt immediately impeachment proceedings from the house right um I mean the house couldn't can uh I
0: think they can put forward something to try to protect Mueller.
1: yeah I think he can protect himself too so if he actually starts giving any indictments out uh huh um, he can do that, and I, I read also that he can actually do sealed indictments. So they're essentially just not for public knowledge. They could already be in place. We don't know. Yeah. That would protect him as well with active indictments. Which you know,
0: And honestly, he could just go to the press if he gets fired and say everything he fucking knows. Yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe he doesn't know anything. Maybe this is all, right, I all a hoax. I,
1: I don't think it is because look how many convictions you've already had.
0: Yeah, I don't think it is either.
1: I mean, yeah, like, I, it's just...
0: I think it's it's. it's I think going to be somewhere in between, like, the worst-case scenario and the best-case scenario for Trump. Like, I think it's just he's poor, <laughs> borrowed money from Russia, so kind of has, like, a, yeah. a debt to Russia and kind of doesn't want to piss them off. Not like he's doing anything super conspiratorial. I mean,
1: I've read that he was involved with potential KGB operatives back since, like, the late mid-'80s. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. You think
0: Donald Trump was involved with a high-profile gang. Well,
1: it's not a gang.
0: KGB's a gang.
1: It's not a gang. It's like the equivalent of the CIA. Is it? In the Soviet Union. Now it's called the FSB.
0: Well, the CIA CIA's kind of
1: a gang. No, it's not. I mean, it's just... the It's an intelligence, or intelligence organization.
0: Right, but they're kind of unchecked on power. Like, yeah, uh, yeah the president for the most part. can check them, but not really. Like, no, I mean, they you have... Can't, you can't... That's kind of like the biggest of all the clubs. You mm-hmm. know? Like, the biggest gang, because, like, you run the world, essentially. Yeah. Like... But from the shadows.
1: Well, exactly. It's just all. I mean, every.
0: So if you, I just sorry, I don't buy that Trump's involved with another similar gang. Like, well, if we want if we want well, if stuff's... you want if you want to throw out the word gang. No, whatever. I
1: don't because that's not does not accurately depict on what they are. They're they are governmental organizations. Like they're not a gang. Right, but they're... Okay, I, like, I
0: truly believe they're unchecked.
1: Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean like. Of course they're they're unchecked for the most part. I mean, you always have your Senate oversight committees, and I'm a thing of that. And they're definitely more so probably in you know Russia, the mm. beacon of moral light in the <laughs> world.
0: Right. Well, so if Trump was involved with the KGB, you know mm-hmm. what that means that Trump was their little bitch and did whatever he. Yeah, that's which, pretty much. Which I guess that's what comes. That's brings what us back. That's
2: will tell people like. That um, brings
0: us back to what we're why we we're investigating this because yeah. is Trump the KGB's KGB's little bitch.
1: I mean, I think for probably time, time for it, he definitely was. Um, I don't know how that translated to a role with FSB. Um, but I mean, I think most of the people that have had conversations with like even Jared Kushner, Eric or Donald Trump were somehow affiliated with the FSB.
0: Yeah. I mean, like there's been multiple assassination attempts on people that, mm-hmm. you know, and the thing is, like, it's like the only reason we know it's Russian is because like it's got like whatever they they used only oh, the comes Nova from Chuck. Russia.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we saw that. Here's the thing. The UK, yeah.
0: They could have killed them or kill try to kill people other ways. They want people to know that it's from Russia. They just indirectly want them to know. Oh yeah, for because sure. they want them to be afraid. Just like Jamal Kusho, Kus, 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 Kushner. Kushoji? No, Jamal you're not Kushner.
1: Oh, Khashoggi, Khashoggi, Jamal. Oh, the Yes, the journalist. Yeah, the, Saudi, the Saudi, Arabia Saudi Arabian that was journalist. That brutally murdered. We,
0: brutally br- brutally murdered. We haven't talked about this on the podcast yet either. Yeah. Um, a journalist from Saudi Arabia went to Turkey to a uh, Saudi Arabian consulate. Is that, is that uh, yes. What, am I saying this
1: right? Yeah, consulate, yes.
0: Um, went in, never came out. Six other people also went in. One of them may have had a bone saw. <laughs> nah. And so, like, uh, M M, what's his name? The... Saudi Arabian Prince.
1: Uh, there's a few princes. MSB. Uh, it's something. I I forgot his name. But.
0: I don't know. He goes by an acronym. They have a lot of princes. But uh, he obviously ordered the hit. And, uh, oh, yeah. You know, he just straight up killed a journalist um, violently. Like, they cut his body. Like his body oh, left yeah. in
1: pieces. Yeah, he was dismembered.
0: And then he also made this son, who's not allowed to leave Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. J- Jamal Khashoggi's son. It's not allowed to leave Saudi Arabia. It's like a photo op with msb i don't i don't i keep wanting to say msg but i know that's a a fake thing but (laughs) uh anyways so yeah and then it's it's a and i don't really blame trump that much for this for how he's kind of handling this this is one of the things i kind of understand because i know our relationship with saudi arabia is super fucked up um, yeah, but like, I don't understand why we have one. It would go. I I just feel like if we just like cut it off directly. Like it, we'd have to like slowly siphon siphon it down. You can't just cut it off at the source, or else shit's gonna go into chaos there. Yeah, like
1: it probably already is because aren't, aren't they waging a war in Yemen or something? Yeah, they're actively assisting with the civil war that's been raging in Yemen. But also, Saudi Arabia's been <laughs> independently financing terrorism for the past twenty, thirty years.
0: Yeah, maybe we should cut them off, but. Um. It seems
1: delicate. Because Saudi Arabia is directly in competition with Iran. You have different sects of people. You have Shia Muslims and the Sunni Muslims. Shia Muslims are mostly in Iran. Mm -hmm. The Sunnis within the vast majority of the rest of the Middle East. So Saudi Arabia being a huge one. So Iraq, essentially. So basically, one of the things that destabilized Iraq so much is when we took... um, Control. (laughs) Well, we took control, but also what we did was we got rid of the bath party. We got rid of Saddam Hussein. Uh Saddam Hussein's bath... I mean, granted, they're terrible people who basically made that country fear them at all times, but they basically kept what you're seeing now as a Sunni and Shiite civil war in check because Sunnis are the vast majority of the population in Iraq and most Mm -hmm. other um, Middle Eastern countries outside of Iran (laughs) where you have a Shia, Shiite, same thing like population living there so there's different it's just sex ideologies of um the muslim religion that are essentially warring each other so that's why you know Iraq is in the place it is now that's why they have basically you're getting rid of the, the army that they had originally mm. and like an entire country is falling into chaos because then you're left with two warring factions who hate each other trying to seize power. That's what you see with all the pre-colonial or post-colonial countries that are in, were in Africa. Because mm-hmm. you had European migrants build empires there, build draw lines how they wanted to, but didn't really take into consideration what could happen because they didn't care what could happen when one day when they are gone. You left the country where it was with two different groups of people that right. hate each other.
0: Like, what are you, you going to do? Vying
1: for power. So that's why you had incidents like in Rwanda. Mm. You know, the Civil War usually ending in genocide.
0: It's weird. Like, that just speaks to how much our own vote in America does matter. Because, like, we do control the world. Yeah. Like, us in Europe, essentially white people can control the world and it's dark and we need to we need to stop putting these morons and these radicals in charge like we
1: need some sensible people up there uh you're just not going to get sensible people because sensible people don't win elections i believe that you win elections with a lot of money and a lot of
0: in like a, a popular like that's why Gretchen Whitmer just won governor yeah. over like if, if we go back to the primary over yeah. Abdullah yeah. Saeed because she had the catchphrase fix the damn roads fix the roads you know that people like, can relate to people that get mostly. pissed about that you know they don't look deeper into other things but, yeah you know I don't know it's weird it's it's weird that we live in a world where millions of people can vote for Donald Trump as president because he and even fucking and, and we, it's weird that we live in a world where our some of our best friends did that and it's sickening really like i mean i know it's hindsight but mm-hmm. i mean still supporting this guy like in 2020 i don't know it's gonna be i mean i've been, I've, I've, been I've, I've always said on this podcast that i'm trying to understand like where the people are coming from i'm not but it's really 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 tough for me to like I don't know, have honest faith in somebody that can support this fucking maniac, this psychopath.
1: No, just people. That's just people voting for a bully, because he said a lot of things that they're likely their feeble minds can understand, because he uses words that, you know. Like look back on presidents, like I, like like not even go back to Obama, because Obama does not have a spotless track record for me. Right Um, because I consider him a war criminal like most every single other president we've ever had Mm -hmm. but at least he seemed to fit the part as a president
0: yeah that's the thing like it's it's not even about like if you support all if you support all of Trump's policies Mm -hmm. whatever I think I can understand that more but supporting this individual like everything we were just talking about Mm -hmm. that's in control of the world essentially Mm -hmm. I don't see how you can see that or anyone can like think Mm -hmm. that that's a Realistic thing, like, yeah, you can't put an idiot in control of an entire fucking factory. Uh, I mean, a lot of it is too. Like, Stella can't pay my bills and run my house, and we all voted
1: her in. That'd be nice, but no, I mean, you you see this with Donald Trump, too. This is you know, breaches and why he's so thin skinned. This is he lived a life of privilege, probably really never heard the word no before. Most conversations Mm. had with people, um. Were basically hint that people just saying nice things about him because they wanted something from him. They were just trying to appease him, make a good impression. So he's never really, probably faced criticism.
0: Yeah, never faced adversity. Really. And,
1: th- and and to him, so this is why you see these reactions with him acting really like a child. Like him and Brett Kavanaugh, mm-hmm. essentially when they're challenged in any way, is just because f- they, they just get they've been sh- unchecked for so long. unchecked that to them this is completely foreign. So it, it, what are completely innocent questions. By a media that's their job is to make sure that you're doing your job. Mm.
0: One of uh, my one of the podcasts I listened to they always reference this Thirty Rock episode that I have not seen, but I'm going to try to describe it. I think John Hamm was in it, actually.
1: I've probably seen it.
0: Um, where John Hamm's like a good-looking, famous person that's never been told no, so he thinks he's good at everything, and everyone's, you know, what I'm talking about. And it's that complex, yes. And like it's like kind of a real thing with all like most world leaders are. That's why everyone's like that uh, leader is like usually they're pretty attractive, because they haven't been told no. So you, you get this confidence, like you're never going to be told no because you're attractive. So they're going to like let you walk all over them or whatnot, because yeah. you know, where you know, sex appeal and whatnot.
1: Well, yeah. And, and uh, I think Kennedy won the election. Probably sex appeal. He was going against Richard Nixon. It was the first, it was the first televised presidential debate, mm-hmm. so people are like looking at Richard Nixon, like a fucking wormy-looking pale dude versus yeah. John Kennedy. Why do
0: you think Bernie almost beat Hillary? Yeah, how fucking hot
1: that guy Jeez. is! <laughs> Just big dick energy flowing out of that man.
0: Yeah, and big dick energy is a thing. Like, and yeah. it doesn't have to be based around your big dick. It has to be based around your complex that you've been growing up your whole yeah. life, like whether you've been supported or uh, you always like if you're always told that you could do whatever and then. Whatever you want to do happens. It's gonna create this reward-based system where, like, you do something, it feels good. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want then, because no one's telling me no. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's what that's what money brings you, especially when you grow up to be a millionaire by the time you're eight years old, like Donald Trump.
1: Money and power. It's like the emperor's new clothes. You gotta tell him they look good regardless. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna interpret that as, "Oh, I'm just doing everything great. I'm the best. That's why." Like you heard him in that stupid, fucking. Ratings, everything goes like the ratings for him. Yeah, like go be a TV star, yeah, get, you idiot. Go host fucking Top Chef with Gordon Ramsay. What the
0: fuck did we do, you idiots that voted for this fucking idiot? Like you, they don't care. You, I mean, it might. It, this is definitely a stretch, but there is a good chance that you fucked the world forever by mm-hmm. voting for this
1: loser. I mean, a lot. Of, a lot of it probably is that they, they, you know, they saw. Somebody that was just out there not being afraid to say whatever he wants. I mean, I'll give Trump credit. I think he's an idiot, but he's very smart in the way he like. He knows. If he says a couple keywords, acts a certain way, is generally unapologetic, he's going to get a response that only benefits him. Because he's just basically taking advantage of people, mostly from rural areas that are probably mostly simple-minded fuckheads or closet racist or open racist or people who um, don't
0: think women can lead a country while they're on their period that they don't, probably don't have anymore because menopause is a thing. Yeah.
1: Like, Hillary, yeah, she doesn't have a period anymore. Um,
0: idiots, man. But no, I do I do fucking, I I, I I. don't think Trump's smart in any way because he doesn't understand the, how much fucking control he has on everything. Like, yeah, he's I mean, wielding this thing He's wielding his dick around wildly without even being able to envision any consequences. Because the worst case scenario, he has to go hide and live a luxury life by himself with a bunch of hot people because he has enough money to do that. So if he ends the fucking world like with a mm-hmm. nuclear, you know, devastation, it doesn't matter to him because he'll find a way to g- go because of the money he has. I don't, hmm. I don't think he sees consequence, and that's what makes him the no, leader. He, he too. is like. He's not afraid to do anything because he's never, like, like we, like the whole context of this conversation, he's never been checked and never been, like, I mean, I don't know. This guy's probably, well, he's obviously never had a have even had a hangover because he's never drank. So hangover is like one of the first, like, things you really learn, like, oh, there's
1: consequences mm-hmm. to living wildly. Do you think? Has anybody ever thought that was just fucking drunk all the time? It was him.
0: Yeah, and he claims to have never done drugs or alcohol, and I believe he's never done alcohol. I mean,
1: he's probably never given a woman an orgasm either. (laughs) But I'm sure he's been told that he has. No, no, no. Best orgasms ever. (laughs) By me. Believe me.
0: Believe me. There's no problem.
1: A lot of smart (laughs) people tell me I can give women really good (laughs) orgasms. Probably the best. My ratings are up.
0: (laughs) Um, you know, like, it's like, like, even the Stormy Daniels story, like, she felt obligated to sleep with him, like, and if, yeah. if you think that's the only person that's had that happen to them, I think you're crazy. Well, it's, no. You know, like,
1: like... I mean... Yeah, money does just weird things to people, you know, I guess. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I, I... It's well, not even, it's not even the money, it's just the fucking power you wield
0: when you have it like, like i don't
1: even respect the office of president anymore just because i it, i just feel like it's just been like it's a fucking joke yeah it is a joke
0: and uh we got it we hopefully we started digging ourselves out of this dark deep hole with
1: these midterms
0: i mean and I, taking back the, the house
1: some light for sure i mean it could have went better obviously mm. but like i'll take that that's a victory i just feel like we're getting closer
0: and closer to a civil war. And like an actual one. And the Republicans will win that because they are the ones that have the guns and the army. Yeah. But, anyways, that's our time, Croc. Moving you... to Ireland. <laughs> um Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Split Six podcast, everybody. The podcast will be split of six back and top three from Topics Each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, like you already know, Nick Wagella. Follow me on Twitter at Nick Wagella. Follow me on Instagram at Nick Wagella. Follow us on Facebook at Split Six Media. Search for us rate us review us subscribe to us tell all your friends tell your mother even tell your fucking stupid dogs crook anything you want to plug Oh, uh, where can we find you on the internet Follow, find me at at Cruc 18 on twitter k-r-u-k-1-8 everybody um all right well uh remember it's more important to listen to what somebody else is saying than it is for them to hear you thank you for splitting six with us